putting on the full armor of God so we can stand against the enemy's tricks and temptations. That's today's topic on Bold Steps with Mark Job. Your faith is built and strengthened as you delve into the Word and you hear the Word and assimilate the Word and grow in the Word. Your faith gets stronger. Some of you are weak of faith because you're weak in the Word. Welcome to Bold Steps with Mark Job, president of Moody Bible Institute and the senior pastor of New Life Community Church in Chicago. My name is Wayne Shepherd. Today, as we move forward in our series, When You Believe Everything Changes, we're going to be looking at how we can win the spiritual battles we all face. And if you've missed any of the messages in this study from the book of Ephesians, make sure to catch up online when you go to boldstepsradio.org. You'll also find videos, articles, and all sorts of tools and resources to help you take the next bold step in your walk of faith. Right now, let's get started. Today's lesson from Ephesians chapter 6. Here's Mark Job. Have you ever played King of the Hill? King of the Hills, you try to get to the top and someone else tries to knock you down. You hang on, you grab, you try to stand firm because people are going to knock you off. That's a little bit what happens in the spiritual realm. He says, stand firm. Because you're going to be trying to, people are going to try to derail you, knock you down, tear you down from where you're supposed to be. He says, stand firm. And then he tells us how we are to stand firm. He says, basically, you need to stand firm, but you can't stand firm on your own. You need to stand firm. A lot of people don't, don't maintain their position of blessing. I think there's a place that God blesses and a place that God doesn't bless. I think you stand in a place where you say, here I am, God. I think the enemy wants to knock you out of your place of blessing. And I run into people all the time that they say, I don't know what's happening in my life, this and that. You know what? You're not standing firm in your place of blessing because it's hard to stay there. It's hard to stay in the place of purity when you're single and stand firm. Well, I'm trying to, God, but man, I'm getting discouraged. I'm getting lonely. This is hard. Boom, I fall out of it. And then you suffer the consequences of it. And you say, I don't know what's happening. I know what it's, what's happening. You didn't stand firm. Come on, stand firm now. You're trying to stand firm as a woman of God in your household and trying to be a blessing to your kids. And it gets overwhelming and discouraging. So you fall into the area of bitterness, resentment, fighting, gossip. And, and you don't know what's happened. I know what's happened. You didn't stand firm. Standing firm is tough. Standing firm is hard. Standing firm requires a sense of I will not give up and I know it, I'm being pressured and I know it's hard to stay in the right place for a long time, but I'm going to stay long enough to get everything God has for me and to let God do everything he wants to do th through me because I'm standing firm. like Moses. When he went to the battle, they raised his arms and they would win the battle. He'd put his arms down and they'd start losing the battle, but he would get tired. Some of us get tired and so we stop standing firm. And you say, I'm going to honor God. I'm going to forgive. I'm going to release. And you forgive and release. And then they do something else and you stop standing firm. 
I'm going to be faithful in my finances. I'm going to tithe. I'm going to bless God. I'm going to be generous. And it works for a while. Then you stop standing firm. I'm going to be a man of God. I'm going to lead my household. I'm going to break this generational cycle. This next cycle is not going to be what I was. And you stand firm for a while. Then it gets tough and you fall back into the old cycle. And you wonder why your kids are going back to the old cycle. You wonder why it's happening. Listen, you're not standing firm. Nothing good ever happens unless we stand firm. We're not like the wave of the sea tossed back and forth by every wave. Man, we need a place where people decide, this is my place. I will stand firm. I'm not falling off. I'm not falling on. I'm not going forward or backward. I'm standing right here where God wants me to stand. I'm standing firm in the name of Jesus. The Apostle Paul says, but you need to do a couple things. Number one, you need to put the belt of truth buckled around your waist. You see, the, the belt wasn't really a part of the armor, but you need the belt to put on the armor. What the belt did is, in the days that Paul was writing, people, men, wore robes. And what the belt would do is the belt would take up those robes so they would be ready for action and the robes wouldn't get in, get in their way. They could run fast. They could take a stand. It prepared them to put on the armors, the, the belt of truth. Like teenagers that wear baggy pants. I read in the paper, I think it was in New York, some guy robbed something and started running, but his pants kept falling down, so he tripped over his own pants, because, you know, they were, you know, he kept running like this, you know, running like this, you know, and they fell down, and he tripped over himself. Why? Pants were too baggy. I know it's cool to show sort of the checkered shorts there, the Barney underwear, but, you know, yeah, trip falling. The belt of truth holds it all up. If not, we're tripping and falling. We can't get up. We can't. We, 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 we're not ready for battle. Listen, what truth does, your life needs to be led by faith and truth, not by feelings. When your life is led by faith and truth, you say, I believe it because God says it, regardless of how I feel at the moment, it doesn't change the validity of the word of God. And when you go by faith, the truth, if God says you're forgiven and washed in the blood of the land, it doesn't matter to me if you feel guilty at the moment. The truth is bigger than your feelings. You are washed and cleansed and forgiven. Now receive it and walk in it. If God says to you, listen, you have dignity and value, you're my child, you're, you're royal priesthood, even if you feel like you're not, you supersede what you feel like with the truth of the word of God. And I may not feel it right now, but I'm going to live and walk it because eventually my feelings will catch up to the truth and faith that I live in. I may not feel like worshiping God when I walk in this place, but listen, I worship him because he's worthy, not because I feel lousy. And I worship him, and when I worship him, eventually my feelings will catch up to my truth and faith, and I will begin to worship him with faith, truth, and feelings. You always live by faith. You live by truth and faith, truth and faith, truth and faith. You live by that. Because if that's called maturity, 
Immaturity means we live by our feelings. However we feel, we live that way. You will be one major roller coaster if you live by feelings. Because your feelings go up and down. Could be due to the bad pepperoni pizza you had the night before. You feel lousy. Yeah, I don't feel like lousy. God doesn't love me. God doesn't love you because you had bad pepperoni pizza? Really? Well, that's immaturity. Maturity says I know what I'm supposed to do and I do it regardless of how I feel because I know truth. Well, I don't feel saved today. Hey, I don't care how you feel, you're still saved. I don't feel married today. I don't, you got a wing on your finger and you're married, so I don't care how you feel, you're still married. And you better behave like you're married because just because you don't feel married doesn't mean you're not married. Truth and faith. That's what leads your life. And you, you, you live truth and faith, the belt buckle of truth wrapped around us. You're listening to Bold Steps, our Bible teacher, Mark Job, and we'll get to the final half of this powerful message titled, You Can Win the Battle, in just a moment. But let me remind you that all of these daily messages can be found on our website at boldstepsradio.org. There you'll find several faith-building resources and opportunities, and you can even share your testimony. Mark, we love to hear from our listeners. Wayne, we absolutely love to hear from our listeners. We read every letter, email, message we receive. And I really enjoy getting to hear how God is moving directly in people's lives. Sometimes as they listen to this program, God does something in their life and they respond with obedience Mm -hmm. and we love to hear those stories. You know, unlike in America, in other parts of the world, listeners often get together in groups and listen. And we have a letter from Africa, from Nisanji, Africa. This listener says, Hello, I hereby would like to register my listener club to you that most of the time we gather and listen to the Bold Steps program. Often we discuss the topic of that day, and then afterwards we disperse ourselves for the following day, ready for a new program. We've been doing this for almost a year now. For the listeners of Nisanji, really enjoy listening to the Bold Steps program. Thank you for introducing such a program that has opened the eyes of many Muslims here in Nisanji. Isn't that wonderful? That's beautiful. So if you're listening from Nisanji right now, I want to say a big, warm embrace from Chicago. We love the fact that you're listening and serious about applying the Word of God. So thank you for that word of encouragement. Yeah, thank you indeed. And you can be a part of this global ministry outreach. We'd like to invite you to be part of the team as a bold partner by supporting this ministry with a monthly gift of any amount. You'll have a direct hand in delivering the gospel to listeners around the world. And if you choose to give a gift of, let's say, $30 or more each month, you'll qualify for a 50% discount on all Moody Publishers resources, including children's books, devotionals, Bible commentaries, and more, available at moodypublishers.org. You'll also receive a signed copy of Mark's book, Unstuck, Out of Your Cave and Into Your Call, along with an exclusive bi-weekly email from Mark containing inspiring lessons and videos called The Bold Partner Post. So sign up today to become a bold partner by visiting boldstepsradio.org. Now, Mark has more to say about how you can win the battle, so let's get back into the message. Then he says, the breastplate of righteousness. 
Breastplate of righteousness, this was a piece of metal that they would put on their chest. It would guard their vital organs. Righteousness guards your vital organs. Listen to me. Your righteousness doesn't come by how well you behave or don't behave. Your righteousness has been imputed to you. That's a theological word that means that you don't deserve it or earn it. It has been given to you as a gift by God through the work of Jesus Christ. So God sees you righteous, not because of who you are, but by what he has done for you. When God looks at you, he looks at you through the blood of Jesus and he sees you in his righteousness. You have the breastplate of righteousness. That means that you are washed and forgiven and cleansed and a child of God. You have that breastplate that guards you because of his work for you, not your work for him. It's righteousness. The breastplate of righteousness, the belt buckle of truth. He says, feet that are prepared with the gospel, look what it says. It says, and your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace so that you have on your feet that blessed are the feet of those who proclaim the good news wherever they go. You go with the gospel. Wherever you go, you take the gospel of Jesus. So you have... You have the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness. You have your feet that are ready, grounded in the gospel and carrying the gospel wherever you go. You have the shield of faith, it says. Listen to what it says. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. If you've never seen a shield, let me, let me give you a sample of a shield here. I want you to kind of see a little bit of a, of a shield here so that you can uh, kind of know what a shield looks like and see what happens as the enemy comes and I'd tell you to throw things at him, but I'm not sure how, you know, how good he is with the shield. I want him to get hit and knocked out, but, you know, the shield is there to be able to protect. Things come, you shield Arrows come, you shield. Let me tell you something about faith. Every good thing comes through faith. Every good thing comes through faith. Faith is that protective barrier that when doubt comes your way, you lift up faith and you say, but I believe what God says. Discouragement comes, but I believe what God says. But I know that God can. But I trust in God. Faith is that thing that protects you. The, the flaming arrows of the enemy come to destroy you. And it's your faith that covers you. It's your faith that protects you. And listen to me. How does faith come? Faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Your faith is built and strengthened as you delve into the word and you hear the word and assimilate the word and grow in the word your faith gets stronger some of you are weak of faith because you're weak in the word you listen to more oprah and dr phil <laughs> then you listen to the word you've saturated your mind with more 
stuff that's out there than the word. It's stronger in you than the word, so your faith is anemic. When discouragement comes, your faith barely handles it because it's anemic. God is saying, strengthen yourself in the word. The helmet of salvation, because the helmet protects your thinking, your mind. It's the helmet of salvation. Have the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation. You say, well, when am I supposed to put this on? Every day. There's a battle every day. It it protects you. You get knocked in the head, you're out. You know, I'm saved. Like one lady I ran into in the street, I was street witnessing years ago, and she said, I'm saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. I said, all right, okay, I got it. And the only offensive weapon here is as the sword of the Spirit, which is what? The Word of God. You see, sword of the Spirit. Watch it, Saul. I'm not very good at this one, so I don't want to cut an ear off like, you know, Peter there. I don't know if I could paste it back on like Jesus did, you know, but we try, we try. The sword of the Spirit is the offensive weapon. It's the only offensive weapon mentioned in this whole thing. It's the sword of the Spirit. And it stands for the Word of God. Why is it called the sword of the Spirit? Because this, this book here, it's the Word of God. But it's living and active. The Word of God is living and active with the Spirit of God. So when you know the Word and surround yourself with the Word, when the Word is planted in you and the enemy comes to attack you, Jesus was tempted for 40 days in the wilderness, and every time he was tempted, you know what he did? He quoted Scripture to the devil. This was like a sparring. You come at me, I come back at you with the sword of the Spirit. And he was able to defeat the enemy because the sword of the Spirit is powerful. Listen, you need to know the word. It needs to be in you, planted in you, growing in you. So that you can fight. Listen, the only way you start making inroads in the territory of the enemy, you need to know the word. You start doing battle, you better know the word. You better memorize it, meditate it, know it, dwell upon it. Let it saturate your soul and spirit. You better know the word. Because the word of God is what gives you the power to be able to go forward. That's why in this church, by the way, when you come here on Sunday, I never have any other book but one book. I don't have a book of just good wisdom sayings for you. I don't have a book of good advice. Oh, I may tell stories, but believe me, the stories are only anecdotal to the word. Because if I don't give you the word, I haven't given you anything. If I don't teach and break down the word, there is no supernatural power. The power that comes from this pulpit is the power of the spirit and the power of the word. And the word, when the word is preached with power and authority, it is carried by the Holy Spirit and it it connects the hearers. And when there's faith in the hearers, there's a dynamic combustion that begins to happen in your soul and spirit and a transformation 
transformation that takes place. And I know when then I preach the word of God that something is happening in the lives of people. Lives are changed. People are turned around. There's conviction, healing, power of God, presence of God. Why? The power of the word of God. And I pray, oh God, let me preach your word, God. Let me know your word. Let me preach your word. Isaiah tells us his word will not come back void. And I know that when the seeds of the word go, go out, that there's something that's happened. Some people leave this place, but they can't shake the word. Some of you come to this place, listen, you're not a born-again believer. You don't know Jesus. The word goes out, and the word is telling you, come to the cross. You need to give your life to him. I know that. I just preach the word. I know there's some of you that listen to this message, and you say, Pastor Mark, I'm in the middle of the greatest battle of my life. Hmm. And you feel the onslaught of spiritual warfare. Maybe you've been discouraged and don't know how to win this victory. I want to pray for strength for you, that God would empower you to make it through this uh, extremely difficult, dark season of spiritual warfare. And maybe there's some of you that are listening and you say, you know, Pastor, I heard the message and I have to say that yeah, I don't know Jesus. I've never made a clear decision to follow him. And I believe that there's a battle for your soul as well. The Holy Spirit is reaching out to you. I don't have to convince you. You already know. So I want to pray for both sets of people today. Father, I pray for that man, that woman, that right now, as they hear my words, they feel the darkness of the battle. They feel it waging. They feel that... They are battling the forces of darkness right now. Father, would you encourage them? Would you let them know that they have the sword of your word? Father, they have the helmet of salvation. Father, let them know they have the shield of faith. I pray in Jesus' name that you would strengthen them in the midst of this battle to walk on through to victory, Father. I pray that in Jesus' name. And I ask for that person that right now, is clear that they don't know you. And there's been a battle for their soul. They feel it, the tug of your spirit, but yet the resistance pushing them away from the gospel, the, the pull back and forth. I pray that today they would finally decide, I'm tired of battling. Today I surrender to the Lordship of Jesus. And I determine today that I give my life to Jesus the Christ, to be my Savior, to wash my sins, to make me a new person. I repent of the way that I've been living, and I surrender to the Lordship of Jesus, and I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, if you have made a decision, a simple, powerful, faithful decision to follow Jesus, I'd like for you to go to our website, boldstepsradio.org, and click on the link that says, My Next Step. And we have some material that we'd like to give you to help you in your walk with God and a greater explanation of the decision that you may have just made. So uh, we are celebrating with you and we want you to grow in your walk with God. 
Yeah, thank you, Mark. We want to do everything we can to encourage people to take that step with Christ, don't we? After you watch the video, sign up to go deeper in your walk with Christ. And when you do, we'll send you a personal letter from Mark. We'll send you a New Testament Bible, the book, An Anchor for the Soul, and the latest edition of our monthly newsletter, Today in the Word. Mark, these are just ways we want to encourage new believers. Yeah, absolutely. You need to, like like a newborn baby, a newborn baby, what they need is they need some care and they need a lot of food. Yeah, that's right. All right. Thank you, Mark. You've been listening to Bold Steps, and we love getting listener letters, hearing about how the ministry of Bold Steps has impacted your life. So if you'd like to connect with us or if you'd like to share your story or testimony, we'd love to hear from you. You can write to us at Bold Steps, 820 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60610. That's 820 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60610. Or connect with us online when you go to boldstepsradio.org. And then don't forget, when you partner with us, either as a monthly Bold Partner or through a one-time gift, we'll send you a copy of our Bold Step gift. It's a book from best-selling author Max Lucado titled, God Will Use This for Good. In it, we find an encouraging guide that truly points us back to the deliverance power of God. Life does get messy and things fall apart, but as Christians, we have a real and relevant hope and the ultimate good that God is weaving it together. If you feel stuck in one of life's messes right now, we want you to learn how God will use this for good with this month's Bold Step gift. Just call 844-615-7363. That's 844-615-7363. Or give online and request the book when you go to boldstepsradio.org. Well, that's all the time we have today, but thanks for being with us. Be sure to listen again tomorrow when Mark begins a series about getting up close to Jesus. We're discovering how to find more authentic intimacy with our Savior. Friday on Bold Steps with Mark Joe. Bold Steps is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.